What is up, everyone? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by my co-host, Micah. Hey. And Terrence. What's up? Uh, what's up is Pixel Mania 4, which you will get in the back half of this episode. Can you believe we've been doing these for four years? I can't believe it. It's hard, it's hard to believe. This is our anniversary, um, as WrestleMania always is. <clears> that you've, we've been doing this show for like six. I know. That's also incredibly hard to believe. But... uh. But yeah, I mean, uh, we will we will break down WrestleMania uh, later on in the show. We will give you fair warning if you're not a wrestling fan. Don't worry, as we always do. I don't think we should. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's happening after the Amazon read, just so you guys know. So that's uh, that's that's how it's going down. Uh, real quick, some housekeeping before we get started. Go to YouTube.com/slash/DensePixels. Subscribe to our channel. While you are there, hit the bell icon. You'll be notified whenever we post new videos, which includes videos of this podcast, plus whatever other shenanigans we post up there. Uh, no clips this week, but usually we share two clips during the week of the show. That is for you guys to share with your friends, tell them about the greatness that is Dense Pixels, and get us some new listeners. So look out for those and make sure you share them out with your friends on social media. Uh, if you are not a premium member for TNP Studios, remedy that immediately. And go to densepixels.com slash premium, pay $5 a month or $50 for the entire year to get access to our premium content, including the Look Forward Political Podcast, the No Time to Bleed Action Movie Podcast, the Men with the Golden Tongues James Bond Movie Podcast, and the Airing Grievances Seinfeld Podcast. So check those out as well, densepixels.com slash premium. And no matter what podcatching app you choose to use, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Spotify, or whatever else, you can find us there. Make sure you subscribe to the show in your podcaster of choice. So new releases this week. We're getting right into it. The only retail release is a game called Extinction that is coming out for the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. This is the new game from Iron Galaxy, makers of Killer Instinct. Uh, it's getting some under-the-radar buzz, I guess. What the hell is it? I know it's an action game um, where you are trying to uh, prevent the extinction of the human race from like trolls or something of that nature. So huh. I don't know oh, too much about it. I've seen the trailer for this game. Oh, this is from. Oh, okay. I remember seeing this. Yeah. So, uh, so check that out if you are starving for a new game. Uh, but remember, God of War is only like a week and a half away. Uh, on the digital side, quite a few releases this week. Regalia of Men and Monarchs, a tactics role-playing game coming out for the Switch, Xbox One, and PS4. Owlboy coming out for PS4 and Xbox One. Project Nimbus Code Mirai. This is a Gundam game for the PS4. couple PlayStation VR releases. Uh, Rick and Morty Virtual Rickality. And Time Carnage, which looks like Time Crisis com- <laughs> matched with Dino Crisis, and it looks awful. Uh, it's coming out for PlayStation VR. Robocraft Infinity, Ease Origin, Hellblade, and don't, or sorry, or the three of those games are coming out for Xbox One, and then Don't Starve is getting a release on the Nintendo Switch this week. Has anyone hmm. checked out Time Carnage? Because like I said, the cover looked just, just atrocious from, from that. It's PlayStation VR? Yeah. None of us have that. Well, I'm just saying if you, if we Google, because usually usually oh, if I yeah. if I make a note of a terrible game, I I, I notice the highlight immediately happen around yeah. it. Time <laughs> Carnage sounds like a terrible like Walmart brand light gun game. I mean, this looks like a dinosaur shooter just made with Unreal Engine assets, basically. 
Not too oh, yeah. great. This is, this is real rough looking. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. It's a, it's a hard pass for me, I'll say. And then in a... <laughs> what the fuck is this? Is this, this like a... Uh, First person shooters do in virtual reality. The the gun literally floats in the air. God, I oh, hope not. I just offensive. I haven't actually played an FPS in VR. Oh, some people be only games worthy of uh, the VR experience, right? But you're you're not moving. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, <laughs> we we and you, it's just a shooting gallery. We said it before. We'll Robots say it again. And dinosaurs. PlayStation, you need to be a little more discerning with what games end up on your platform. Yeah, man. you have the opposite problem with Microsoft. Microsoft has no games. You guys have way too many, way too many. <laughs> Not that this is the first party release, but still. And then in a release date announcement, Spider Man finally getting a release date September seventh, two thousand eighteen, uh, to the PlayStation Four system exclusively. There is also a big collector's edition coming out that comes with a Spider Man statue, of which they've not revealed the bottom of the statue yet. All they've shown is Spider Man crouching on top. Yeah, apparently uh, the reveal is probably going to be some sort of spoiler. Ah, but then, um, but it's still, but it's still gonna be revealed before the game releases. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe they're not ready to reveal Venom yet, or whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, so, Game Informer, the day it was announced, Game Informer uh, dropped the release date at 11 a.m. on that Tuesday. I set a timer to on my phone, set an alarm, and I made it sound like the phone was ringing, right? Not just any like random timer. I made it sound like the phone ringing so that I could excuse myself from the meeting that I knew I was going to be in so I could pre-order this game. Nigga, I swear <laughs> to fucking God, I ain't never heard no shit like that in my goddamn life. <laughs> and and before leader? before anyone at home Serious. before anyone at home is like, well, I understand, you know, if you wanted the collector's edition, you know, he's gotta go. No, no. Micah pre-ordered the digital version of the game. Oh yeah. The the, the, the version that game. never that's not going to sell out because it's impossible to sell out. You, you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> It's a, it's a sickness. Yo, are you fucking serious? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what the fuck? I had what? to make sure. I had what? to make sure. What? 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 I had to make sure that I didn't forget to do it. Yeah, nigga, you weren't going to forget <laughs> to reserve a Spider-Man game. Plus, Was again, it, it not, not, not like you don't have five months between now and the release date <laughs> of the game to be like, I oh, yeah, by know, the man. way. You never know. That digital copy might sell out. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard in my entire life oh my god <laughs> yo <laughs> and uh, one last release date what? announcement <laughs> to the shock of nobody because of the success of the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy Activision is going back to the well again this time for the Spyro Reignited Trilogy which is coming to Playstation 4 and Xbox One on September the 21st it is going to include the first three games in the series which is Spyro the Dragon, Spyro 2 Ripto's Rage and Spyro Year of the Dragon remastered in high definition uh, this is being handled by the developer Toys for Bob uh, which is the creator of the Skylander series so I guess it's safe to assume that they're done with all that at this point 
Can somebody explain to me why Spyro was popular? Um, well, it didn't come out at the tail end of the mascot like gaming scene. It did, but it still <clears throat> made it for those for those of you young bucks that weren't around back in the mid to late nineties. Um, back when the PlayStation One first came out, three D mascot platformers were all the rage. Yeah, man. Back then, and uh, there were a lot of franchises that don't hold up that were really popular. Mm. Like, like Crash, Crash Bandicoot. Bandicoot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, for the life of me, I've never played a Crash Bandicoot until I had to play it in Uncharted 4. And I was just like, what is this? Why am I running at the screen? Like, why am I? Like, nah, yo. Nah. Uh-uh. Couldn't do it. Carrie was very excited about this announcement um, because she was a child back then. Uh, yeah. this is going to be the first back then though. Yeah. Well, this is going to be the first Spyro game since 2008's the legend of Spyro Dawn of the dragon. Unless of course you count all of the Skylanders games, which prominently featured Spyro the dragon in those as well. So those are your new game announcements for this week. Allow me to pass the baton to Terrence with our headlines. Right. I was looking at something on Facebook. Sorry. Um, First up, uh, Final Fantasy 15 has four more episodes coming in 2019. Hey, that's man. the new one, right? That's, yeah. not the, that's not the online one, right? That's, no, that's, that's, the, yeah, that's, that's 14. Right? That's the boy band one. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Is it free? Oh, no. Probably not. Oh, yeah. no. You're going to pay for those. I mean, you won't get another Final Fantasy game <laughs> until 2065. You gotta stretch that shit out. Is this yeah. the first time they've ever done this? Besides the uh, like the the online, what it just really? Yeah, I guess so. Because this one took 17 years to come out, so yeah, I guess it would. This oh, would Micah, the they're one. they're doing your favorite thing ever. What's that? In the in the in the last bit of content, uh, which is called episode three, the final strike, it is going to feature quote a grand alternate finale for Final Fantasy fifteen, aka the true ending. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, these are some interesting uh, titles: the conflict of the sage, the beginning. These sound like they, these sound very Star Warsy. Oh, that's not surprising. Yeah, I didn't play the game, so I don't know how. <laughs> well, I mean, the choice of freedom and the Jesus. final strike, huh? That's, sounds yeah. like a sounds like a trilogy of like jingoistic American movies starring <laughs> Gerard Butler. <laughs> the final strike, Olympus, the beginning of the end. Olympus, the choice of freedom. Olympus, the final strike. Now, like you trying to tell me that's not the next in the Olympus saga? Now, are we sure the that one in the Olympus saga? Are we sure that when they say the know. conflict of the sage, they're not referring to like the spice sage that you put into like a cup noodles, for example? Don't Is there like co-branding that we don't no, know about stop. yet? Stop it. Please don't. Please. <laughs> like, don't don't uh, give them any ideas. It's mean, pretty cool. Apparently, people really enjoy this game. Uh, is it like 20 bucks yet? No, they just released a new edition that's like full price that has all the, well, I guess the initial well, slate of DLC PC content. Too, right? yeah, yeah, it came out on PC. It's supposed to look way better. And they also released so, a mobile version, which looks way worse. Why would you do Because <laughs> Square likes money. Hmm. 
Mm, I don't do mobile games. <laughs> uh, next, <laughs> yeah, they just they bother me. Oh, next up, Overwatch League indefinitely suspends a player due to. Oh, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Oh, wait, wait till you read the story because I know you haven't read it yet. I just, read it. I oh, read it. just wait. It's gonna your your blood ain't boiled yet. Uh, mis- uh, after sexual misconduct allegations. Update. Wait, what? Boston Uprising terminates Dream Casper's contract. Okay, let's read this. <sighs> the Overwatch League suspended Jonathan Dream Casper Sanchez indefinitely after allegations of sexual misconduct involving a. Mu- okay. Yep. Yeah. Sanchez was commonly referred to as DK and played for the Boston Uprising. Oh, you. Who was her? Oh. <laughs> Became a subject of conversation. That so wait. So the fan mm-hmm. was fourteen. Mm-hmm. Nigga, what is this? Uh, we just did a movie. Yeah, I was about to say, what is this? Roxanne, Roxanne, yeah. <laughs> the nerdy Roxanne, Roxanne. So she's fourteen and he's twenty-one. That's a come on, yo. Come on. There <laughs> are uh, there are pictures of the screen caps, and. uh it's not good. Wait. Not looking good. Oh, screen. What does she? She uh, of the conversation between the two of them. Does he? Did he know she was fourteen? Well, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be talking to. You shouldn't be talking to women like this, yo. Uh, I was like, wait, she's listening to Selena Gomez. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just because clearly she's a child, <clears throat> but he doesn't see that. But um. Hmm. What? <laughs> God damn it. If you guys look, look, I'm not reading this shit, but if you want to read it, I guess it's going to be in the show notes, is it? Uh in a in a statement from the um from the alleged victim. <laughs> she claims that early into the friendship with this gentleman, she told him that she was only 14. Uh well, fuck you, bro. Which did um, not uh which did not deter his interest. Yeah, that's gross, my nigga. Like come on, stop doing this shit. But I'm looking at the uh, the Twitter feed of this, and uh, they had the Chris Hansen picture. That's what I like. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, that shit's funny. Um, yeah, this is this is unacceptable. She said she was 14. I, I, I what just, are you fucking doing? Like, I, 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 I don't, I don't know what to do, yo. Like, on the one hand, like, I'm scared to death of having a daughter. And on the other hand, like, I would, I'm scared that I would raise my daughter to hate men. You know what I mean? And, um, like, like, you're safe nowhere, ladies. You're safe nowhere. Don't trust anybody. None of them. They will all do you wrong. I mean, look, I I got nothing to say. Like Jesus Christ, there is a there's one comment, fucking creep, in the article from a gentleman by the screen name of Lurcaro that says, "Step one, play video games. Step two, don't make racist comments. Step three, don't sexually harass people." Now, like racist comments are part of my fucking repertoire. (laughs) I can't. I can't. That's something that I'm gonna have to work on. Continue. Go ahead. It's not what? that difficult. Is, uh, is what he says. You're not black. 
No, he's talking about the the oh the other shit. Oh, okay, yeah, those yeah the whole sexual harassment thing. Yeah, that's not that's not difficult. Yeah, stop fucking just stop. I don't, mean, it, I, I mean, speaking send... speaking as a white person, it's not difficult for white people to not make racist comments. Are you sure about that? It shouldn't be. <laughs> Because it doesn't. If you're like if you're a thing, decent yeah. human being, it shouldn't be. I, well, yo, that shit is gross, yo. All right, you want to be grossed out? You want to be grossed out? I don't know if I do. Here's a skit. You probably saw it. The people listening haven't seen it. This is uh, a screen cap of the victim. Uh, I guess getting uh, DMs. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> From. Uh, Dream Casper, quote, I was like, I wonder if it feels weird. Yeah, that's what I read. Were, and that's why I'm not reading that. <laughs> if you were to give a hand job with those hands, yo, go to, yo, yo, drop dead, dude. Or at least I go to jail. Man. Go to jail. No, no, drop dead and then go to jail. Like, mm-hmm. die. Like you don't need to be breathing the same air, and I'm breathing. You nasty motherfucker! You <laughs> nasty motherfucker! Oh, all that will make sense. What you doing, Shantae? <laughs> Got yourself an old man. This is black on black cinema. Oh, these references will make sense to some of you. <laughs> they will eventually. But um, yeah, this is fucking disgusting. And like, I can't. I don't like at this point. Like, the internet has made this shit so visible, right? Like, this shit is not new. They just didn't have the tools to to do it so easily. But it's not new. Niggas have been doing this shit forever, and it's just like we we see it every day, and the shit's disgusting. And I feel really sorry for you women. I really do. Cause it's fucked up, man. Like I, I can't imagine walking around as a woman. Like I'd be like, again, I said this on on Black on Black. I'm surprised all women aren't lesbians at this point. At this point, because like I can't imagine dealing with the shit that we put them through on a day to day basis. This is weird. You can't even play video games. Yeah, I can't get on. I wouldn't be able to get as soon as they hear that you're a woman. Somebody's gonna slide into your damn or say some fucking derogatory shit. We're sending you a dick pic. Yeah, like nah, yeah, don't send dick pics. Remember when uh when the Xbox came out and the Connect first came out? <laughs> yeah, and they, and you, you could, could play, play like poker. You could play Uno. Oh, Uno, yo, do Uno. I know? <laughs> My wife was the recipient of one for Christ's sake. Yeah, wow. I was too. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Like, this is my first foray into online gaming and seeing people. And yo, what the fuck? Maybe it's because your screen name. Wrinkled up ass white dick. Maybe it's because your screen name ended with an A. And so they thought it was the feminine version. Oh my God. Men are fucking terrible, yo. Yo, you're a woman and you listen to this. Don't trust no man. Not even your your father. That's just funny. It's not funny because it's kind of true, but at the same time, like, look, I don't, I don't know how y'all deal with us. Real. Fuck you, Jonathan Sanchez. What the fucking hell? <laughs> anyway, good lord. 
every fucking week. What did this this guy do? Next up, Borski Cliffy B. Uh, his next game. <sighs> Whatever, yo. Can I know to move? Can I move to the next story? I don't care. I mean, <laughs> I just I, I just find it an eighties themed battle royal game. Whatever, yo. I just find it hilarious that they're like, ah, oh, you know, the first game. Oh, hero shooters are all the rage. Let's make what? a hero oh, shooter. Shit. Failed colossally. Like... All right, let's go to a battle royale game. All the kids are playing the battle royales now. Come on, Cliffy B. Just make your game, dog. That's the name of the game, Radical Heights. It's an 80s-themed battle royale game. And you know it is because in in this first screenshot that you see here, there is a... uh, there's like an arcade or some, something or other that says Top Guns with a Z at the end of it, but it still looks like the Top Gun logo from the 80s. The 80s were not good, guys. They weren't. <laughs> they were not good. They were the Reagan era, guys. The Reagan era. Like, you could buy, you could buy cocaine from a CVS. Like, that's how prevalent drugs were in the 80s. Like, the 80s were not some magical fucking place, man. Like, they just weren't. God damn it. Think of something else, man. This is in Steam Early Access as soon as tomorrow, or today as you're listening to this. Yo, all the the even-numbered decades suck. (laughs) (laughs) The 60s, we had uh, to struggle through civil rights. The 80s were uh, uh, drug-fueled. The 2000s have nothing special about them. You know, every even-numbered decade. There's something. Oh, you're on to something here. The 40s, the world was at war. Right. The 20s, Great <laughs> Depression. Right. The 20, exactly. <laughs> the even-numbered decades suck balls. Let's stop basing, basing things on even-numbered decades. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just get so sick and tired of everything. Like the eight, oh, it's the 80s, bro. It's the 80s. Remember Pac Man? Like, uh, just, just, just stop, yo. Just and the stop. thing about it is, all of these people that are nostalgic, nostalgic for the 80s are like slightly older than us. So they were kids. <sighs> they weren't doing shit. Like Cliffy B is what, 40? Yeah. Like in his early 40s? Like, yeah, so. I was born in 81, so I'd have been nine in 89. If he was born, say, say he was born in like 78, 76 or something like that. Okay. I guess you were like 14 when 1990 came along. What the fuck do you remember? Right. You don't remember nothing from when you were five. <laughs> so like you start like re- really remembering sh- cool shit when you were in your teens. Right. Like Those you just hit your fucking teens in your 90s. Years. I don't hey, remember. Yo. Yeah, okay. Fuck, fuck the 80s. <laughs> I don't get it, but he kind of slapped his dad. Oh, they're on a BMX bike. That's cool. Or a mongoose. That's the, tra- that's the mode of transportation in this game. Oh, a mongoose. Hey, that's that's an 80s thing. That Oh, wait. No, it's not because mongoose still makes bikes. Like it, So it's not even like a solid because mongoose still makes bikes. Like, why don't you... Oh, man. man. That was so 80s that it just kind of stuck there and languished and then just, just died. I, I just... I just... I hate it. I hate it. All the worst Bond movies came out during the 80s, too. Of course, because the <laughs> 80s fucking suck. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't understand the fondness for the 80s. <clears throat> it has had some decent music, whatever. 
But besides that, like, what the fuck else? The cars were terrible. They, look, the 80s music wasn't better than the 70s music. Just mm, wasn't. No, they weren't. Mm, no. I would agree with you. Yeah, I'm not I'm not interested in this in this at all. Is it is it on like the 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 uh any of the consoles? Well, just not PC? yet. I'm sure it will be at some point. And to yeah, your point, if, to your point, Brad, like by the time this thing comes out, we're gonna be moved on to the next thing. Absolutely. Or or they'll make similar mistakes. Well, maybe not the same mistakes, but they'll make mistakes like they did with lawbreakers. Yeah. So like, remember when remember yeah, when I, I highly doubt he's going to dethrone Fortnite with radical heights. Here's a fun uh here's a fun quote from uh Mr. Clifford Blazinski. Uh this is in the lead up to Lawbreakers when they talked about how Lawbreakers won't be a free to play game. He said, quote, We really didn't we didn't really want to go down that well of buying energy or a lot of the sleazier techniques that feel like they've taken over a lot of free to play. A lot of core gamers still have this wincing reaction when you suggest that something's free to play because they feel like they're going to get ripped off. I wonder uh wonder what he's going to say now. Like remember uh when he himself created a genre in a game type? No, I don't because that was 13 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> On a console that I didn't own right away. And technically, he didn't create that genre. Remember? Because there was a game that came out before. I can't remember the name of it right now. Oh, was it uh, like Kill Switch or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. That game was the exact same gameplay because I had that game as um, Gears of War. Yep. It it was. It was a little slightly faster. Um, But yeah, it had the exact same gameplay. But no one remembers that game. So Ge- Gears wasn't the first. <clears throat> so yeah, he's a he he he's a thief. God damn it! Just like he's yo radical heights. I thought that was a joke. <laughs> Whatever, Cliffy, you, you suck. You are <laughs> man, video game industry guys. <laughs> dark, right? Yeah, yeah. He could have saved fucking uh, Resident Evil. Shut up. <laughs> save themselves oh man and is this the final story no it's not uh, next up Monster Hunter World Spring Blossom Festival Spring Blossom tickets fireworks and event rewards explained I, I, I still don't know how to get the fucking Spring, spring Blossom tickets just yet <laughs> and I've been playing this shit. but uh, anyway the Gathering Hub, also known as, oh, I've never been to the Gathering Hub. That's how you do it. Oh, well, there you go. I just learned something, guys. Uh, <laughs> Terrence has been playing Monster Hunter very antisocially, so much so that the social space is not, is not even on his radar. Uh, it really isn't. I'm just jumping <laughs> on other people's fucking games so I can beat some of these monsters because they're very difficult. But uh, the Gathering Hub, also known as the Celestial, because I was like, how the fuck do you get to, to the Celestial Pursuit? I don't know what that is. And it's just a fucking gathering hub. Wow. Uh, has, given, uh, has been given a makeover, complete with dressed up vendors and poogie flower, whatever. Spring blossom vouchers and fireworks have been added as a new crafting item and consumable, respectively. Ernt. Is that a word? Uh, perhaps in Europe it is. This is from Eurogamers. So oh, okay. <laughs> perhaps they're, kind of they're making up words over there. In the old country. Uh, yeah. Earned from logging in daily and completing bounties. Explained in more detail for uh, whatever. 
So yeah, this is kind of cool because not only did they add some kind, they added a whole like spring thing. For, it goes on through the 16th, if I'm not mistaken. Um, <clears throat> but there were there were like limited time events that they that uh, you can only play for like a week or so, and then they would like rotate out new ones. All of them are available now. So if you missed like special costumes that you couldn't get before, like the uh, a, a, a what's her name, a oh a- the chick Aloy. From, um, Aloy, Aloy, yeah, from um, that game. You could get you can now get that. I don't know if the Ryu costume came out yet. I scrolled down. There's a character in this game called the Elder Melder. Yeah, you can meld. <laughs> yeah, you can you can meld like uh items and charms and shit like that. <clears throat> the yeah, Elder Melder. Yeah. Yep. Fantastic. This game is is it's fun. And incredibly frustrating at the same time when you spend 40 minutes fighting an enemy and he just hits you with one hit and takes you out. <laughs> that shit is That's, fucking pain. That sounds like just the type of game that Micah wants to play. I can't remember the last time I uh, I turned on Monster Hunter. I, I, I made my character, I changed my character from a man to a woman because they gave you a free voucher because I didn't like the way my male character looked and they don't have black hair, uh, at least not for men but I can kind of get away with having straight hair on a black woman. And, but I never, never went back to it. I, I, I get mm-hmm. too frustrated. It takes way too long to kill those things, man. It takes way too long to kill them. If you jump into a, uh, if you jump into a room with four people, yeah, it should cuts it down tremendously. Especially if it's people, if you jump in a bunch with a jump, bunch of Japanese people, <laughs> which I seem to jump into a bunch of games with, because that game is incredibly popular over, overseas. Yeah, they just destroy. I, I, I like I put in work with them, but they know what they're doing. Like they can take out like the toughest enemies in like less than five minutes. It's crazy. Granted, you split all the money up between you. Yeah, but you I mean that's fine. Like I just but, want the satisfaction <clears throat> of like killing something. God's sakes! I just got an achievement for killing five hundred monsters. That's ridiculous. Yes, Fucking uh, uh, playing a a Capcom game on your PS4. I never thought I'd see the day. Last uh, analyst, he's he's already (laughs) giving up the ghost. Listen to this guy. (laughs) (laughs) This ain't even a no thing anymore. Look, Microsoft, you're fucking up. Welcome. Said it last week. Or did I? I don't remember. What I <laughs> you know, I, mean, I think we've been talking about it for the past two weeks. Look, yeah, you're, you're yeah, doing they're, they're, it. Demi- Dimitri is getting ready to play that God of War. I'm just getting it for God of War, guys. Yeah, Spider Man. Okay. All right. All right. I ain't seen you play a game when you fucking play Xbox One in months, nigga. You be on Pandora. I see you play that shit. That ain't a game. You watching fucking Dragon Ball Z Super. That's not a game. <laughs> What's the next game you gonna play? I ain't even seen you on Destiny 2, my nigga. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> nah, yeah. <laughs> That's how you know Destiny has fallen off. <laughs> when was the last time you played Destiny? <laughs> or, or Brad? Either it's been, one. It's been a few weeks. I, th- I think at this point, I'm I'm just waiting for the next uh, the next content drop. Yeah. yeah. When was the Iron Banner? It was supposed to be this week. <laughs> oh, you mean when, the old the, the, the a month a month ago? Yeah, a month ago. And and they they made some sort of update that was supposed to make everything move faster, but uh, I haven't been on it. So 
trying to mm-hmm. hurry up and get Far Cry before next week. Yeah. So in 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 final words about that, yeah, you you yeah, you bought a four hundred dollar system, however much you paid for it, you're gonna be playing more than two games. I guarantee it. You just are. You got State of Decay coming out on the Xbox One. I really want right. to play that. Like, I really do want to play that. I really hope that game is good. I kind of <laughs> hope it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, you know, I just like not, not to be like an asshole. I just kind of hope it's not. Kind of hope it's not. Oh, man. And finally, analysts deduct GTA 5 has made more money than any film. <laughs> Wow, that's insane! Yeah, any any film, book, or game is the according to this uh, analyst. Yeah, made, <laughs> industry analyst Doug Krutz, Krutz, Kreutz. <laughs> what Kreutz is probably how it's pronounced. Kreutz. White says Grand Theft Auto Five <laughs> has made money. Has made more money. Yeah, they they skipped a word or they missed a word. Has made more money than any other form of media in history, with over ninety million units sold. And six billion dollars in revenue. That's insane. I yo. What if the you fuck mean, does Rockstar have to? They don't have to do shit anymore. So I mean, they could literally just play the game like that. So when do you think Disney's acquiring Rockstar? Uh, I think it might be the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> One game. <laughs> yeah, granted, it's over five years. True, still, man. That's so, still that's still know. still money. Yeah, and the games are like sixty bucks a piece. Well, not anymore. Like you can probably get like GTA Five for like twenty bucks. Um, hey, what are people buying? <clears throat> money, money. Hmm. Cause you need a lot of money to do the shit that they show you, and like those those expansions, yeah. To get like fucking planes and all those cars, and to be like a CEO of your own empire and all that shit. Yeah, I I jumped on that game maybe three or four months ago, and I had two million. And they were like, "Hey, if you want to become a CEO of your company, you got to drop a million dollars." I was like, "Well, that's half my money going right there," (laughs) and I and I put the million dollars in there, but I had to do something with a bank or something and I didn't have enough to do that. So I was like, click, let's turn it off. Like, I, I don't, I don't want to be a peasant in this game anymore. <laughs> so, I got niggas running around on fucking yachts and shit. Like what the fuck is going in this helicopter? I'm like, all right, you know what? I don't want to be a bodyguard. I want to be the CEO. Fuck you. So is it like second life? Uh, it's got to become that. the more popular second life. Yeah. That has made $6 billion. That's wow. crazy to me. Playing a criminal in a video game. And like I said, shock, shockingly, among all the conversation, hemming and hawing, microtransactions, this, and greedy companies, no that, and all this stuff, damn thing no one it. says <laughs> a damn thing about Grand Theft fucking Auto. Right. That's what I said a couple, a couple months ago. I'm like, no one says anything about like the 2K games at all. They, they, they at least did for like a week and a half before... You know, before fucking Battlefront shit the bed and ruined everything for for everybody else, they like that like that people at least brought it up because of the pay to win feel for two K. But man, G, I've never heard a negative word said about GTA. Wow, in the terms of microtransactions, it's a lot of fucking money. 
It's a lot of fucking money. Don't let anyone tell like, you video games much, are, are are a kid's fucking kid's game anymore. That's like how much the entirety of the Marvel movies made. That's 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 that's, that's one and a half times what Disney paid for Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> to acquire all the Marvel. They yeah, paid they paid half that. Yeah, they could buy Star Wars if they want. They could. <laughs> it's they ridiculous. Could buy Star Wars and just just make Grand Theft Auto Star Wars <laughs> make another six billion dollars. That's a, that's nuts. Fucking nuts. G, GTA five. You're I I don't know if you're ever gonna get a GTA six. Right. That ta- that tab's gonna have to get shut off at some point before that to happen. I know what. I the next the next Grand Theft Auto better be a one-to-one scale of the United States of America. <laughs> don't tell me they don't have the resources to do it. You just need right. six billion dollars. Yeah, but it comes with new not, technology. Right. It might not come out for another five years. Whatever. I expect a one-to-one scale <laughs> of the entirety of North America. Oh, now you're oh, going no, from the U.S. North to North America. Planning those Yukon excursions, are you? Up, up the Great White North. <laughs> I want to see the Aurora Borealis in GTA, guys. It's going to be great. <laughs> so, so can you imagine? A one-to-one scale of the country. Didn't 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 <laughs> didn't the world didn't the world famous uh, MMO RPG the crew do that? No, you can get through <laughs> California in five minutes. <laughs> like, no, that's not true. Nah, I just know they just made wanted, the entirety of the United States. They made all all of the states. I just wanted to say MMO RPG. That's still the dumbest that's marketing term I've ever heard in my entire life, and I will always use it. I can't wait till the crew two comes out. Just like so keep saying it. <laughs> so uh, before we move on to all the wrestling talk, make sure you go to densepixels.com slash Amazon. Whenever you purchase anything from Amazon.com, use our Amazon link. You will pay the same low price, but you will help support your favorite video game slash wrestling podcast. So again, densepixels.com slash Amazon for all your Amazon needs, big or small. All right. So it was WrestleMania weekend. Uh, we are going to review the big show. Not not the big show, the wrestler, the big show, WrestleMania. Um, a quick word on NXT. Uh, a solid, as usual, performance from, from those guys. Um, the bookends, the first and last match, uh, fantastic. The middle matches were okay. Um, but I'm, I'm a full-blown Adam Cole mark now, guys, and I don't apologize for any of it. Baby! Yeah. So, uh, Mike, you'll enjoy that show when you get around to watching it, so... Excellent. It'll be a good time. Uh, the pre-show, three matches. Uh, first, the Andre the Giant men's battle royale. Uh, there were no surprise entrants this year. Dolph Ziggler set an unofficial new record for skin the cat near eliminations in a single battle royale. Because I swear to God, he was dangling off the ropes at least six times during the match. I mean, how, I, I mean, part of me thinks that Dolph Ziggler was just trolling people. Probably. Right? Probably. <laughs> like, come on, bro. So. Your final three are Baron Corbin and Mojo Raleigh, the last two Andre Battle winners, and and Woken Matt Hardy. Until all of a sudden, Bray Wyatt comes back, comes shows up in the ring after after the final deletion. Bray Wyatt is back. He helps Matt Hardy eliminate his competitors. Uh, they embrace. 
after the match and Matt Hardy uh, wins the Andre the Giant Battle Royale. Congratulations on um, winning a meaningless Battle Royale. I mean, in fairness, he will probably do more with that trophy than any other previous winner did, considering he was talking to it after the match was over. By the way, those trophies look like they were rendered in fucking 1998. They really do. They look like 3D printed versions of actual trophies, basically. Yeah, they look <laughs> terrible. Like, you could see the, the plastic seam line going <laughs> so we're getting uh we're getting a matt hardy bray wyatt tag open open andre up and he'll be like chocolate inside (laughs) so uh next up was the cruiserweight championship match for the vacant cruiserweight title uh mustafa ali versus cedric alexander uh mustafa ali rocking his sub-zero ring attire on his way out to the ring yeah, man, that was kind of like a weird, like, he had, like, the Iron Man repulsor ray and, and the Sub-Zero, like, ninja mask, but it was, like, and LEDs, LEDs all over it, yeah. And uh, Cedric rocking some Black Panther-inspired uh, trunks. Yeah, man, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't see any of this. this it, it, was a, it was a fine match. A lot of people were hemming and hawing because it wasn't on the main card. Whatever. No one's fucking checking out WrestleMania. Because no one wait. is Malcolm hemming and hawing. Yes. I'll be happy because yes. uh, uh, both won. Both. But you're a racist, Malcolm. <laughs> <laughs> like I thought I was. <laughs> so Mustafa Ali, uh, he, he would hit his 0 5 4. That's that's 450 reverse, guys, because he does it backwards. Uh, finish, but Cedric would get the second rope. A second attempt would miss. Cedric Alexander would hit his lumbar check, one of a very cool finishing move. Actually, I like that finisher quite a bit. It looks like it hurts. It does. <laughs> it really does. So he is your new cruiserweight champion. And then finally... Uh, huh? I'm happy for that guy. I am too. I like Cedric Alexander. I wouldn't mind seeing him on the main uh, the main roster. He just needs an actual, you know character yeah not a gimmick just a character yeah personality personality. yeah the women the ladies battle royale uh was before the show you had you had a bit of spot here where they they had a bunch of nxt call-ups to help fill out the roster a little bit i was like who the hell i know i I haven't watched (laughs) no i haven't been paying attention that hard but jesus christ like they got Couple Indian women in here, and and like four new white girls. I'm like, what? What is this? Uh, they teamed up to eliminate several of the WWE wrestlers. As yeah, well. I kind of like that, man. Uh, eventually, because of course they they've been feuding. They're they're on the outs now. But Bailey and Sasha were forced to team up uh, to eliminate the Riot Squad. They were as they were the last uh, five people in the match. So they did so, and then Banks extends her hand to Bailey. Which which is bad news considering the recent weeks. Bailey took it and then immediately flung Sasha over the top rope. Uh, she she's learned her lesson. Bailey has at this point, but she's not the winner because unbeknownst to everybody, Naomi nay Bayomi from for Terrence was chilling on the outside for the the good portion of that match. She was never eliminated. She ended up tossing Bailey over the top rope. And Naomi is your women's battle royale winner. What? Yeah. 
Oh shit! I think it was Wendy she, last she, night. <laughs> she hit well only 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 Two. on the pre-show. Oh, <laughs> she hid. She hid in the shadows like a spook. <laughs> <laughs> Just bam! <laughs> Scared Bailey right out of that spook ring. Who sat by the ring? <laughs> That's fun. It was it was hilarious because That's they uh, good shit, yeah. what, it it was so funny because the in the first battle royale, like all that was left was Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy. And it took them forever to ring the bell because they weren't sure if Bray, Bray Wyatt was a legal competitor of the match or not because he just showed up at the end. Finally, like, oh, no, Matt Hardy wins. Ding, ding. With this one, Bailey was just chilling in the ring for like 30 seconds and everyone was waiting for the bell because no I way. guess the timekeeper was in on it for that for the second match of the two. <laughs> he knew what was up. So good for him. So that's your pre-show. Uh, we I'm get like Issa Rae at this point. I'm rooting for everybody black. <laughs> I'm moving to the minorities now. I don't even know who's. I don't even know who's wrestling what, who's wrestling who. If they're not white, I'm rooting for them. <laughs> Sorry, Brad. Well, well, you're gonna have to figure out who you were pulling for in this first match. We open up the main show. Oh, and by the way, um, for those not following along, John Cena is in the crowd during WrestleMania because he said since he could not successfully draw the Undertaker out to wrestle him at WrestleMania, he was going to participate as a fan. So he was literally sitting in the seats with the WWE universe uh, part, <laughs> taking in the show. Just a random pregnant woman. <laughs> I know it was very, it was, it was kind of weird how that worked out. But yeah. So John Cena is chilling as a fan. He's watching these matches. We, we start off with, uh, with the uh, high energy curtain jerker as they do nowadays, the Miz defending his intercontinental championship against Seth Rollins and Finn Balor in a triple threat match. Um, we had we had three good entrances, guys. Uh, Seth Rollins is cosplaying as a White Walker from Game of Thrones for this match. Yeah, uh, Miz decided to rep Cobra Kai for some reason, as he had like a Naruto style headband on with his uh, normal ring attire. Uh, he 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 got rid of the Miztourage for this match. He wanted to do it by himself. We will see so if that would win. Yes, <laughs> okay. that's correct. <clears throat> Uh, Finn Balor with some LGBTQ uh, representation on his tight on his ring gear. Um, he was cheered out by the New Orleans LGBTQ community. That's interesting. Uh, so we have th- this was a solidly wrestled match. It wasn't anything spectacular, but it was it kept moving. There was no there was no slow spots because basically you always had two guys squaring off at one time and then one of them would get like tossed out of the ring or something and then the other one would hop in and and they'd go round and round. It was it was a good match. Um we, uh, once we got down to it, Rollins using a frog splash to break up a figure four that the Miz had on Finn Balor. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh we saw a top rope skull crushing finale on Seth Rollins. Uh, but that was broken up by a coup de gras from Finn Balor right on Miz's back. Uh, Yo, that move <laughs> should be banned. This <laughs> <laughs> is ridiculous. I mean, I'd rather that's... take it on my back than my stomach. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, in, just in general, yeah. Like, stop just jumping on people. <laughs> that just seems like it hurts so yeah, bad, yo. Like that's what M. Bison does. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, he's a dictator. <laughs> Evil. Well, Balor would eventually hit the coup de gras on Miz, but Rollins would curb stomp both of them. Yeah, and... I don't like that move. <laughs> or sorry, they call it the blackout now, or whatever the fuck they call yeah, it. Yeah. I thought he couldn't do that move anymore. Uh, apparently, it's back because I guess ripping off Kenny Omega's uh, knee was not. Uh, was not okay for WWE. <laughs> but uh, but Rollins hits the curb stomp on both competitors, pins the Miz, 
He wins the match. He is in the Intercontinental Champion and the last member of the Shield to become a Grand Slam Champion in WWE. Oh, he won all four. Yeah, right. Yeah. Three oh, belts. He has. Huh. And, he, wow. and he's the last of the three. <laughs> like, you think he would have been, like, the yeah, first. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, how the hell is it? Yeah, like, what the fuck is his name? I don't even remember his goddamn name. Dean Ambrose? Yeah. Dean Ambrose. When to do that shit before him. Yeah. Dean Ambrose was the first was one. The first one. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> uh, he, would, uh, he would mimic Great. his WrestleMania 31 celebration by, by spinning the belt around in the middle of the ring to the, uh, to the crowd's delight. Um, I like Seth Rollins. I'm fine with cementing his uh, his young legacy with this win. Like, yeah, the man. best of the three. And wrestling look, wise, now the I mid- no, I think he's the best of the three. Like in all three aspects, like wrestling, mic skills. I don't know. Oh, maybe Dean Ambrose, maybe a little better. Oh, you're talking about the three? I thought you meant the oh, three people in this match. About, yeah, the three in this match. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm of the shield. Oh, yes, he's definitely the, the best wrestler of the of the shield. <clears throat> yeah, um, I would probably give Mike skills to Dean Ambrose. Ambrose, yeah. Huh. But uh, oh, did Ember Moon just get called up? I don't want to sh- shut up. I'm watching this. Sh- I'm watching this shit after oh, the fact. Come so on now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck are you no. doing? Anyway, yeah, um, this match. Uh, I really <clears throat> enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I like all three of those guys. Um, the Miz uh, is probably the worst wrestler of the three, and he's not bad. You know what I mean? Like this was a yeah. Like you said this was Finn Balor and fucking <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, but but crazy. he held his own, man. And this was a solid ass match. And I, every time I see the Miz, I swell with a little bit of pride, like he's my son. <laughs> like, I remember him as as Mike from as the Mike. World. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. The guy that got screamed on by Coral because Mike had, had never seen black people before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and uh, I see what uh, I see. I see what he has become. Like I, I always love it when somebody says that they want to do something and then they actually do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm a I like Scotty B. She was like, I want to be a the right. I want to be a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> and she fucking did it. You know what I mean? I'm calling it now. Miz is winning money in the bank, and Miz is going to be a world title holder by the end of this year. I would love that. I would absolutely love it. Uh, be, be on a real title run lane, you know, not uh, and headline a real WrestleMania, not the. Not the third wheel of a rock scene of feud. You know what I mean? Imagine that. You you defend you successfully defended a world title in the main event of a WrestleMania. And it's and you're not even and you weren't even the most impo- the two most important people involved in that match. Right. How awful. I I, <laughs> I would be a little pissed. Yeah. <laughs> I got that chip on my shoulder, man. So solid opener. Um honestly, this was probably the best match on the card. This or the next one we're gonna talk oh, the about. Next one, yeah. Um, we second match we get Charlotte Flair defending the SmackDown Women's Championship against the undefeated streak of Asuka. Uh, this was the match we all wanted to see, um, and 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 it lived up, I think, to the expectation. It absolutely did, and it ended the way it should have ended. I will agree with you. We will talk about that once we discuss the match. Um, Charlotte gets the gender swapped version of Triple H's entrance from WrestleMania 30. Uh, as she comes out to the Ric Flair music, like the actual Ric Flair music, I got to tell you, 
I kind of wish she had gone the whole way down to the ring with that. Yeah. Yeah. There's something about it, man. Like it's WrestleMania, you know, like it's, this is something special. Like go ahead and come on down to the, but then again, you know, you don't, she is her own person and you True. want her to have her own theme, even though her theme is a remix of her dad's theme, which <laughs> is just stolen from 2001, a space odyssey. Which is, which is also, I mean, it's an actual song. Like it's not like it was written for 2001. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think it, I like to think that it was written for Ric Flair and then Stanley Kubrick had a time machine. And it was like, <laughs> you know what? I, I, I've seen no evidence to refute that actually. So <laughs> we'll assume that's correct. Um, we, we pick it up in the middle of the match. Asuka with a unique counter to Charlotte's moonsault. She basically counters it, catch, catches her on the way down in a triangle hold. Uh, but yeah. Charlotte was actually actually uh, countered into a Boston Crab. It, look, in this match, both these ladies were jamming the R2 button because there was reversals out the, <laughs> out the wazoo <laughs> in, this, uh, in this contest. Crazy <laughs> counters left and right. Um the the worst bump of the night probably belonged to Charlotte as she took a vertical suplex from the ring apron down to the floor. Yeah. Uh not as bad as the bump that Tommaso Ciampa took on Saturday, Micah, but uh you'll see that. Uh, excellent. Uh Charlotte hit a top rope Spanish fly on Asuka, which uh almost got botched actually. Uh but the, but, the second one of the night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true, because that also happened in the cruiserweight match as well. Um so Charlotte Hits a spear. She locks on the figure eight leg lock. And Asuka kind of quickly taps out. Streak over. Yeah. Charlotte Flair cements cemented, I think, as the greatest women's wrestler of all time with this victory. Uh yeah. Yeah, I see that. Um, you know, look, I understand being bummed if you wanted Asuka to win, but now that now that the the pressure is off of the undefeated streak, like she can just be Oscar, like she can she can be known for something other than you know, because it's it's got to happen eventually. And they put on a great match. I, I wish Oscar, you know, like you said, she tapped really fast. Like I, I wish she kind of held on for a little longer to to you know play it play it up. But um, I think in judging by previous matches with Charlotte, I think they're going out of their way to establish that hold as a as a dominant hold, which is something that um, is a good thing. You know, like you you should want your finishers to (laughs) actually finish people. Yeah, we'll talk about Uh, that later in the match or later later in the show. I did see that. Yeah, I, I, I know this. you did. I missed all the good stuff. I know you did. Helping my brother move. Um, but yeah, and and so so Terrence, what do you think about uh, ending Oscar's streak here and now? Look, I am a fan of Oscar, and Charlotte has come a very, 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 very long way in an incredibly short amount of time. Like she's only been wrestling for for like what four years, something like, like that. Yeah, like in total. <laughs> like not she wasn't like I want to be a wrestler like nah she's just been doing this she's a she's a fucking natural which is wild she's really good in the ring um she's like really good in the ring she, she's like the total package man like she she's really good in the ring she she's got uh, she's good on the mic she's built like a fucking Amazon like, <laughs> right she, well she com- compared to the other women 
Yeah. I mean, but they're she towers over people. <laughs> what is she like six foot, if that? Yeah. She may not be six feet tall, you know. All those all those, all those other women are just really short. Like, what's the name? Alexa Bliss is like five foot one. Five feet of fat as John. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, yeah, she's she's got the look. She can she's good on the mic and she's really good in the ring. Um Asuka. Yo, she's only five ten, yo. How short are those other women? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the fuck, no? They're average height. I mean, five ten is tall for you know, for a woman. Typically for a woman, but goddamn, yo, like she is towering over those people. And she's she's Jay's height. She's taller than Jay. No, she's yeah. taller than Jay. Jay is five nine. <laughs> Jay has to look up the Charlotte Flair. <laughs> but she looks so tall on TV. Well, he said compared to the other women, yeah. it's, that's 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 how that goes. And it's just the way she, it's just like the man, it's just the way she's built. She just looks like she's just a tall person. Yeah, even when she's not man. standing next to her, like yeah. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I don't really. Mm. I'm like, fine. I'm surprised they gave her that long to of, a, of an undefeated streak. It's true. It's hard to believe she's been around for three years almost already. Um, yeah, I was fine with this. I, I think if she had beaten Charlotte, um, it, it would have taken the streak to a difficult level to book properly. Because let's we go back and think of the most notable like streaks of all time. Goldberg streak ended by getting tasered by scott hall at starcade <laughs> and then getting pinned by kevin nash uh the undertaker so streak stupid. <laughs> ended in a concussion filled mess uh with brock lesnar at wrestlemania so look like like if you have her beat the top woman in professional wrestling i guess you you build up for a year to that ronda rousey match but who's gonna beat oscar at that point or you could do what I said. What I said should have. If, if you're gonna have Oscar win, what I would have then done is immediately have Carmella come out, cash in the briefcase, and end <laughs> the streak that way. Because that would have been fucking hilarious. But uh, but yeah, Oscar's streak is over. Um, but it, it was a, like I said, a great match. Again, either this or the IC title match was probably the best match on the card. But uh, during the end of this match, as, as Charlotte was walking to the back, um, a referee sprints down to the ring and hops the hops the barricade to go tell something to John Cena. He, he whispers something in his ear. John Cena's like, really? No, no, you can't. He's really? And he's like, yeah. So John Cena gets up and does a dead sprint to the backstage area. What has he been told? We'll find out later in the night. So we must get to the United States Championship match. Randy Orton defends his title against Bobby Roode, Rusev, and Jinder Mahal. Uh, in a fatal four-way match. Uh, this also happened to fall on Rusev Day, so coincidences abound. What the fuck is Rusev Day? <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a running joke. So there was, um, it started with, uh, like, basically Rusev proclaimed that it was Rusev Day um, one day, and then he did it again. So, like, every day, the, the joke is that every day is Rusev Day, and the crowd just kind of picked it up and ran with it. So... I heard Rusev asked for okay. his. Uh, I heard Rusev has asked for his release. I, I, mean, I, I heard it on the internet. So I heard I that believe. too. Um, he joked about it earlier this month. Um, after that story came out, I don't see how he would be serious about that. He'd have to be really stupid to want to <laughs> do that if that's true. 
Because I'd have to imagine his merch checks right now <clears throat> are pretty good. Yeah. With this whole Rusev Day gimmick. Yeah. And I know Aiden English is probably like, if you fucking leave, right. <laughs> I'm going to fucking kill you. Uh, Johnny and I were discussing which uh, which wrestlers are going to get cut in the annual spring purge later this year. And I was like, I don't know who is, but I know Aiden English is probably thanking his lucky stars that this Rusev yeah, Day has been caught on. Yeah. It was, and look, he... <laughs> <laughs> I saw I saw a meme of um of uh the bar and Aiden English and you know how the bar do this thing. Mm-hmm. Well, that is a popular Dragon Ball Z thing. Uh Terrence, I don't know if you've ever picked um the the kid with the volleyball in, um, in Go Tanks. Yeah. But when you pick him, you see two characters who do like this shit. And then they turn into go tanks. Apparently, yeah, that is called. Shit they do. Apparently, that is called a fusion. And yes. and when the the meme was the bar doing this right, and then all of a sudden, bam! There's Aiden English as the fused version of those two guys. <laughs> this bald head, big ass bitch. Bald head. He cut his hair after the fucking. He did. He had <laughs> hair during the battle royal, and then when he comes out to the sing Rusev in, he is he is clean shaven. On his dome. It's like the it's wildest like he, shit. It's like he came out earlier and he had that fucking terrible thinning hairline. And then he came out as like a white Lin Manuel Miranda and started rapping Rusev's intro. Okay. It was I, very I don't weird. Know what any of that means. <laughs> like I know who what Lin Manuel like. Oh, that's that's like that's, again, his, that's his thing now. When he comes out, instead of just singing, he does like a Hamilton esque rap about how awesome Rusev is and how his opponents are terrible. He's very talented. I like it in English a lot. I, I, like I miss the English. Bob I, uh, <laughs> I think the guy, I think the guy is, is good. And, uh, I, I, I want those two to do well, man. I like those two guys. Um, this match was obviously rushed for time sake. This was one of the, uh, <clears throat> cut victims during the night. um, Orton, as one would expect, arcade everybody in sight, uh, including Aiden English, but Bobby Roode would break up the pin attempt. Um, Roode would hit a glorious DDT on Orton. Uh, Jinder Mahal would break that up. Rusev had the upper hand. He hits a Machka kick on Jinder Mahal. He calls for the accolade. The crowd, of course, very excited about this. But Sunil Singh distracts Rusev. Uh, he gets a Machka kick for his troubles. But then uh, Jinder Mahal sneaks up behind Rusev, hits him with the Coloss, and Jinder Mahal completes the best year of his or most people's life by winning the United States Championship at WrestleMania. If you guys recall, Jinder Mahal, Jinder Mahal, if you recall, it was just a year ago that we said, man, I can't believe that Jinder Mahal finishes the runner up in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Little did we know the year that Jinder Mahal would have ahead of him. Jinder Mahal? Yeah. I guess he... I mean, okay. Well, they are getting ready to go to Saudi Arabia at the end of the month. Uh, So I guess it helps to have a belt on Jinder Mahal. So... (laughs) Known, okay. uh, known Canadian. That's <laughs> <laughs> true story. Absolutely true story. Uh, and I, Randy Orton really pulling can, for Rusev, man. Yeah, it, pretty ballsy them to let him take the pin in front of this crowd. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, but uh, but Rusev uh, 
I'm sure I, I feel like his day has got to come right soon. Yeah. So we get to the match that everyone was kind of dreading on the card. This was a stacked card, a stacked WrestleMania card. But there was one match that people were like, oh, I'm not so sure what's going to happen here. And this is, of course, Ronda Rousey making her WWE debut, teaming with Kurt Angle against Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Um, I got to talk about the entrances first. So, so this year, pretty much the same Triple H entrance as last year. But this time, him and Stephanie got matching his and hers uh, tricycles to ride down <laughs> to the ring. Uh, but I'm sorry. Stephanie did the water spit, y'all. Stephanie did, Stephanie did the water spit alongside Triple H on the ring apron. Huh. It was fantastic. I don't know what to tell you. It was, man. <laughs> uh, shout out to whoever said this on the Monday Night Flaw thread that uh, I lurk around but don't comment on. Um, <laughs> creep. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> what I am. If, A lot of lurking. If all those motherfuckers were standing on subways, I'd be doing the same thing. Um, so someone, I can't remember who said it, but someone said, uh, and now here is Stephanie McMahon and her husband, Kratos. <laughs> <laughs> I just said, well, that's it. It's all I see now. It's true. So, uh, Kratos. yeah, she basically did all the Triple H stuff. Like she even stood on the corner and did like the, you know, the, like, like I'm the man, like that kind of thing. So flexing it was fucking hilarious i loved it um i gotta tell you guys too when they uh when they played that uh that metal theme kurt angle came out the red white and blue the fireworks got a little goosebumps let me ask you something and maybe maybe i'm overreacting right Mm -hmm. i'm really tired of the you suck chance no it's it's endearing i love it actually it's I can't stand oh i love it it's fantastic it's uh it's it's but it's uh, like i i just love that they do it whether he is cheered or booed right but it it, it but it doesn't uh, like i get it i i get it i really do i just don't like it anymore <laughs> I don't like it when when babyface Kurt Angle is because because that name that that you suck chant came out of like a real like vitriol like when people really hated Kurt Angle man and I I don't know like like you still get the Cena sucks uh, chance but like nobody really hates John right they're doing it ironically at this point right right. But I, I, I don't know. There's something about Kurt Angle. There's my my jingoistic side gets in and 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 is ignited. And when I hear, when I see the red, white, and blue, and I hear the Kurt Angle like all American theme music, right? Like, and then I just hear you suck. I'm just like, I want to go kill a mic on these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> membership just start shooting because that's what the NRA does. Once you get a member, you in order to get a membership, you have to shoot somebody. Because they're an evil organization. Like a double O license, basically? Yes. It takes two kills. Two gunshots. <laughs> um, yeah, I got the goosebumps. So uh, the, the story here is going to be how long would it take Ronda Rousey to get the match? And I have to tell you, sure, this side of the revival, I don't think I've seen a, another tag team work as, as cohesively to keep someone out of the match as, as Triple H and Stephanie McMahon did in this manner. Yeah. Stephanie. 
She's real MVP. <laughs> like she was amazing in this match. Like, like, like they they hit all the greatest hits. Like I said, she, you know, she's coming over Deccan Rousey at, at every turn, knowing. And, and it was like I always thought it was stupid in the lead up to this match. They were talking about, oh, she doesn't understand the rules. She doesn't understand how how it is here. I'm like, fuck, does that matter? This is why it matters because Stephanie May was doing the shit where she was basically like drawing Rousey into the ring, and as soon as the referee, she'd come in to try and attack her, and the referee's like, no, 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 you got to get in the corner. And of course, once the ref's back is turned, all of a sudden the heel tactics. Come out between Stephanie, like choking Kurt on the rope and doing all that stuff. And 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 you get where you know, Kurt Angle's going for the hot tag to get out. And Stephanie pulls Ronda off the apron like right before he's able to get there. It was it was very well booked. Um, we, this, we, match, <laughs> this match was one of those like magical tag matches that you kind of the, the tag matches that you remember as a kid. You yes. know what I mean? And look, I don't know who I don't know who the agent was for the match. Whenever I see a match turn out greater than it had any right to be, I always thank Arn Anderson. I just assume that Arn Anderson had involvement <laughs> with this and that he uh, and that he was responsible. So thank you, based Arn, uh, for for coming out and and <laughs> giving us this fantastic match. She's been around the business her entire life. I don't care. It was very well put together. God it damn it. Was, I mean, <laughs> you could not script anything better and they scripted it. You like, e- it you was... even got you even got a callback to last year where where Stephanie was holding Kurt against the ropes and Triple H went to deck him and he ducks and he and he pulled up right before he popped his wife in the face for the second year in a row at WrestleMania. <laughs> so that had that had to be Triple H. He had to. He had correct. Oh, I'm sure he had input in the uh, in in the proceedings, but I'm still giving Arn Anderson a, a lion's share of the credit here. <laughs> it God was damn it! Such a well choreographed match, and um, we'll talk about a, a, a an incredibly botched spot later. But it was such a well choreographed match, and by the time Ronda got in there, like I was actually like, "Yo, I'm I'm rooting for Ronda." Right? Well, like, the, the crowd was behind. It, it's it is an impressive job that they've done in the past two months to get the crowd from like. I don't know about this woman to full like full throated Ronda Rousey support from the from the yeah, WrestleMania man. audience. And and look, at first when this match happened, I'm like, all right, you know, when this match was announced, I'm like, all right, I mean, I don't really know, like, are they gonna like uh, I, I didn't know what to expect. And I don't I don't know why I ever I ever doubted Triple H. Triple H I mean, the man's damn near 50 years old, right? He can make literally anybody look good <laughs> while still looking good himself. Oh, yes. When, when Ronda came in and, and wanted to fight and wanted to wrestle Triple H, mm-hmm. and Triple H, <laughs> come, come on. God. Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> and the best part is like the referee's like, no, 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 you can't do this. You can't do this. Like, that's not the rules. And Triple H literally took the referee, put him in the corner, is like, shut up. Like, this is happening. <laughs> and then, and then he got fucking, he, he got, he got hands from Ronda Rousey, basically. Yo, and I'm, I don't know if you saw this, sir. I didn't see the match. Yo, Triple H's expression when he's getting those flurries from Ronda Rousey. Yo, he was literally like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest shit I've ever seen, man. <laughs> like somebody needs to make a gift of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, and she actually picked him up. Um, th- and this is the botch spot that I think you were talking about, Mike. She picked him up for that like Samoan drop that I guess is her finisher for whatever reason. 
yeah. couldn't quite get him at first. Um, <laughs> she she eventually got him picked up, but it's Stephanie uh, who was able to to save him from that. And then she got Ronda to chase her to the outside. She shoved her into the ring post and took her out of the equation. Um, but Kurt Angle. Uh, How was Kurt Angle in this match? Well, <laughs> pr- yeah, okay. protected. He was protected, basically. Uh-huh. But we did get to see the Angle's Angle greatest hits. Uh, he rolled the German suplexes. He hits the Angle slam, and then he pulls the straps down. I was like, I, I, I told my wife, I like, "Here come the straps!" After he got the Angle slam, but it's not Triple H who was uh, subject for the Angle lock. Stephanie McMahon came in, and she tried to kick Kurt Angle. He caught her foot, and he put her in the Angle lock. <laughs> Uh, but only for a little bit because Triple H was able to break it up with pedigree. But then Ronda Rousey dove in and made the save. Uh, but Triple H was not having that. So he was going to he he put Ronda Rousey in the pedigree position. Uh, she uh, then he decided for some reason to go for a powerbomb instead, which, of course, got countered into a Hurricane Rana and an armbar on Triple H. Yes, Ronda Rousey threw a Hurricane Rana on Triple H. Yeah. Look pretty good. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, but then, uh, <laughs> fantastically, Stephanie McMahon comes up from behind and puts Ronda Rousey in a rear naked chokehold uh, to get her off of Triple H. But then that gets countered almost into an armbar. Uh, and then as Triple H goes to save his wife, uh, Kurt Angle comes in and puts the ankle lock on Triple H. So they did the spot, which I don't know if you remember when Revival um, defended against DIY and they were locked in. Uh, simultaneous submission holds how Dawson and Wilder like grabbed each other's hands so neither of them could tap out they're sitting there sitting there like trying to prevent the other one from tapping out that's what they did with Triple H and Stephanie here um, and then Triple H rolled Kurt forward he and they she collided into Rousey so all four people are are down in the ring now so the holds are broken up uh, both Triple H and Stephanie go to do a simultaneous pedigree on their on their corresponding uh, opponents, uh, but they it both they both break it up. Triple H and Kurt Angle end up on the outside of the ring. Ronda <laughs> locks in an armbar and Stephanie McMahon, who is screaming, "No, no, no!" <laughs> like like as she's trying to hold her hands together, and then Ronda Rousey finally puts it in. She taps immediately, of course, and uh, Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle are your winners. This match was better than it in any right to be <laughs> yeah it was man it really was i gotta tell you stephanie mcmahon is her father's uh her father's daughter man she is uh she she gets it like you said she's been around this business forever she gets it man this was this was a highly entertaining match uh, i was expecting this to be the worst thing on the card and it was not <laughs> I uh, I really really enjoyed it. And contrast how they handled this versus how they handled the Triple H Sting match from a couple years ago, where that was yeah. overbooked to hell with the yeah, whole yeah, NWO. Was terrible. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, uh, very good. And and again, like Micah said, all the credit in the world goes to Stephanie McMahon and 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 also to Ronda Rousey, who was excellent and and really. She she did a long way. She went a long way to establishing herself and and giving herself like bona fides in WWE because not not only did she look good, but it's clear just from this one match that she understands how to work in WWE. Yeah, 
I don't know if I need her talking though. No, that's <laughs> I, absolutely not. Like, I, but, don't know if I need her talking. As a matter of fact, she could just come down with a paper bag over her head because I'm tired of all that goddamn <laughs> ring too. <laughs> like, come, come act like you're about to fight, yo. Come act like you're about to fight. Yeah, and like I said, good, I mean, shit. Kurt Angle's a Hall of Famer, and he was just kind of there for this match. Honestly, yeah. You know what? I, I, I think you've met him, Brad, and I think you've met him, Terrence. And I say this. With all the love and respect that I can possibly muster. <laughs> You're about to say some fucked up shit. Kurt Angle really reminds me of Jay's stepdad. <laughs> like, there's just something about him. There's, there's something about the way that Kurt Angle... Oh, 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 Kurt Angle. Oh, oh. And then, it just, just I don't know. There's something about the way those two... Like, they're mad I'm trying to think of <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm trying, like it's kind of like the. At this point, yeah, he's just kind of like not necessarily like happy go lucky. Yeah, but you but know, there's like a, a, a certain air about. Him. <laughs> 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 uh, I will tell you too, and, and Terrence, like, like you know how like you're generally concerned about Kurt Angle because of like how he moves around, basically, like yeah, he when he's not wrestling. Like, got Batman syndrome going on. I will say that he does. Uh, he does at least appear to move better in ring gear than he does in uh-huh. a suit. So maybe he just shouldn't wear a suit. He just wears singlet around as the general manager of Raw backstage. <laughs> yeah, because he looks like he's got a lot of he's got like a a weird thing going on. Where he doesn't really move his body around. <laughs> well, like his I mean, neck doesn't like, a million a million neck shirt like like having yeah. your entire spine fused together will do that to you. Makes it so that you can't really turn your neck. You just have to turn your entire body. When you He's got like a really whole John McCain thing going on. <laughs> a little weird. <laughs> so we move on. He's wearing just the suit. We move on to uh, easily the most disappointing match of the night. Um, oh, I, I, wasn't a bad match, but just it was it was rushed. Um, they added the Bludgeon Brothers into the mix, which seemed erroneous. Um, it, this could have just been Usos versus New Day, and it probably would have been fantastic. But it's it's the Usos defending the SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships against the New Day and the Bludgeon Brothers in a triple threat tag team match. We found out before the match, Terrence, that Xavier Woods has the power by playing the Dragon Zord Diddy on his trombone to summon Pancake Midgets at his beck and call. And I know what you're thinking. How can those words put together in that sentence together make any sense? Watch WrestleMania. You know, you know, you know, uh, you know what we haven't had in a while is uh, midgets. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny that you think Vince McMahon has anything to do with the New Day shenanigans because he probably does not understand anything that's going on with that team. I, I think Vince McMahon says, I don't care what these niggers do. <laughs> they better involve midgets. I want to see some midgets, God damn it! <laughs> well, I had... really, yeah. I, mean, I was it's... very, I was very jealous of Xavier Woods' uh, afro. Oh yeah, he 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 didn't have anything. Uh, it wasn't pulled, pulled back. back. He was out natural, as they say. Bun. like he he just straight let it just bam. I was like, oh, all right, all right. <laughs> um. And it's a shame the crowd were a little bit dead for this. Um, and have, you, who can blame them after the last match, which was insane? Um, 
And and this was just basically like the the Bludgeon Brothers taking the upper hand, and then like the New Day would team up on them, and they'd get the upper hand. But then the Bludgeon Brothers wouldn't go down, and then the Usos would team up together to get the upper hand, but they wouldn't go down. And then eventually, the Bludgeon Brothers uh, hit a avalanche powerbomb from the t- from the second rope on uh, Kofi Kingston to pin him, and they win the SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships. I felt like. Um... Like, I have to imagine that this is what a woman feels like when a man comes too fast. <laughs> oh, we're done? Oh, okay. Yeah, you, did, you didn't get anything that you'd expect from the Usos in the New Day. I, like, I felt kind of bad. I'm like, man, the Usos waited nine years for this match to get on the main <laughs> card. Like, that's a shame. Um, I don't know which brand I want AOP to be on, guys. Um... I, I think it would be fun to see them take down the Bludgeon Brothers, and I think it would be fun to see them take down uh, Braun Strowman and his tag team partner uh, for the Raw Tag Team Championships. I, I did see that. Oh, uh, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Uh, I, I, those are my thoughts on this match. I, I really didn't have much to say, because like I said, this was, this was the most disappointing match on the card. Yeah. But not a stinker, which is important to note about this WrestleMania, um, which we will get in, when we get into our final thoughts. So, the, so what? here's what happens. So John Cena comes out to the ring. Crowd's amped up. They're like, oh, it's about to happen. We're going to see it. And the lights go out. The building pops like crazy. It's finally happening. And then after a few seconds, you hear on stage, hello, my name is Elias. Yo, I died <laughs> laughing. My wife was like, what is your problem? <laughs> <laughs> I just burst out into that. And laughing. Cena was pissed. He was visibly pissed off. He he got so like just over it that he just walked back to his seat. Like that's what he did. Like he just hopped the guardrail while Elias was in the ring and just walked back to his seat. He was pissed. And so Elias was giving his concert and he was running down both the city of New Orleans and John Cena, as one would expect. And then Cena got pissed off. So he comes back to the ring. He literally delivers the five moves of doom to Elias and, 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 you know, takes it out on him. He's mad. And then his music plays and he's like, well, I guess, I guess that's all of that. So he, you know, starts, starts up towards the ramp. And then all of a sudden the lights go out again and you get a spotlight in the center of the ring and the undertakers folded up ring his, his hat and coat from last year appear in the middle of the ring. And then that is struck with a bolt of lightning and disappears. And then you get the gong and the crowd loses their mind. Um, I did see this. Yes. This is where I came in. So the undertaker is back. Uh, He was in dead man garb, not the rumored uh, biker taker garb. Uh, It took him 15 minutes to shuffle down to the ring. As is expected. Look, I know we give shit about that, but I've seen that entrance in person, and it is it is for the live fans. Like it's cool as shit when you're there. So I get it. It It is. It it is the first the first time you experience it. It is really fucking cool. Um, but so under so so they're having this match. This match is happening. Undertaker is wrestling John Cena, and he squashes John Cena. Yeah, a literal squash match. So basically. Taker is is lighting him up with strikes. He does old school. He does snake eyes. But then John Cena like suplexes him with a back suplex, goes for the five knuckle shuffle. Predictably, Undertaker sits up as Cena 
is coming back off the ropes and Cena like falls down and loses his mind. And then he gets choke slammed. Yeah, like, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, you've been watching this dude for the last 15 years. I know. It, it, I, well, so what John it. Cena did. It, but it was so right. What John Cena did really well is he acted like. I know I've been asking for this for like the past month, but I I don't know what to do now that I have it in front of me. Yeah. Like that was his reaction. Um, Choke slam, tombstone, John Cena gets pinned one, two, three in a two minute match. Um, this could be interesting because you could do two things with this and you could do them both. Like you could actually build up the undertaker as a result of this match if you want to. And you also can create a compelling story for John Cena, who by his own admission requested this match because he hasn't been able to get the job done for the past six months, basically. I, uh, I think that the latter is what's going to happen. Um, I think this is a story for John Cena um, to kind of ride off into the sunset. You know, he's on a downward slope, right? But He'll do like maybe a couple more matches and then he'll pick a, I don't know, pick a random pay-per-view to just kind of retire on. Mm -hmm. You think he'll retire anytime soon? As a full, well, that's hard to, I I don't, nah. Does he need to? I mean, I don't think he needs to. I don't think he does either. But, um. I, I, so I think it's, I think it's a lock that he's going to break Flair's record at some point, right? I mean, he has to. Right, he, he, he has to. It. And I think when he goes out from that, I think whenever when he, when he drops the belt, which will probably be at like a WrestleMania, honestly. It'll probably be next WrestleMania, honestly, yeah. if I had to guess. Um, that'll probably be like the official John Cena like farewell moment, and then like he'll just show up when he wants to and wrestle. Yeah. A la The Rock, basically. Yeah. Um. But still, man, two in a squash match. Not expecting that. So, but I was, I was cool with that. I mean, if you're gonna, if you're gonna book this match, it's probably the best way to do it, honestly. Yeah, it is. So, it is. um, and and a note for the for my my mortal enemy, the WWE crowd. Um, we're really gonna chant, "You still got it" at the fucking Undertaker. <laughs> Don't you think he's a little above that? For Christ's sake, <laughs> Jesus. Well, this crowd was getting ornery. <sighs> Yeah, they had only been there for 24 hours. Well. That shit's disrespectful to me, man. It's the <laughs> what, Undertaker. You still got it to the Undertaker? Yeah. He doesn't. That's, I mean, that's besides <laughs> the point. Like, he's the Undertaker. Like, come on, dude. Like, like it, it seems patronizing to me like, to fucking say that had, shit. They had to end that match in two minutes because he was probably out of breath by the time. I, that shit I, I get it. I'm just saying, like, you don't have to, like, it's not like he's been gone for five years. He made well, his annual pilgrimage. You know, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little tired of the Undertaker. I um, am too, but fucking don't chant. You still got it, the fucking Undertaker. Shut up, crowd. <laughs> fucking NXT. They're they're chanting. This is awesome. Before the bell rang for the first match. Wow. The fuck out of my face, <laughs> idiots. Um. So next up, me and Cam fight for our jobs as we try to regain employment on SmackDown Live uh, by fighting Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon. Um, Daniel Bryan got the Hollywood Rock intro for some reason. That was really yeah, fucking know. weird. I was like, what? <laughs> Very strange. Like, who the hell turned on uh, this 1996 version of Rainbow Six? <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Owens and Zane do the smart thing and jump McMahon and Brian before the match starts. Uh, they come in through the crowd at, while their music plays and jump them from behind. And then we get an apron bomb, apron power bomb on Daniel Bryan right away before the match even begins. So Daniel Bryan uh, getting worked on at ringside by EMTs. Shane McMahon, because he's an idiot, calls for the bell to ring, uh, even though he has no partner. So he's going in along. Um, I have got to tell you that Kevin Owens is the all-time MVP forever of trash talk during a match. <laughs> he even took time out of beating Shane McMahon's ass. Or, so, so first he takes time out to turn around to Dana Bryan, who's still getting worked on BNT. He's like, great comeback, Daniel. Great job. Fantastic. And then, <laughs> and then as he's beating the shit out of Shane McMahon, he just sitting there like, money, 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 <laughs> just screaming in his face. <laughs> Oh, my God. He's the greatest of all time. Um, oh, also, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, because they watched WrestleMania 29 when Triple H faced Brock Lesnar, knew to target Shane's stomach as he had diverticulitis just two weeks ago. <laughs> so they worked that stomach off. Diverticulitis. Huh? It doesn't get healed in two weeks. Well... I don't, it, it was hard to tell what was storyline and what wasn't because he because Shane McMahon did come down with a legitimate ailment, but the shit wasn't diverticulitis. Well, <laughs> it they, wasn't. Trust me, I they thought I had that shit, and no, nah, that's what fucking Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar, had, right? Yeah, that shit is serious. You don't get over that shit in two fucking weeks. He didn't have diverticulitis. Well, uh, well, he got the upper hand. Shane did eventually. He hung Sammy in the tree of woe in one corner, and of course, because of Shane McMahon as WrestleMania goes coast to coast. Now he need a little bit of help for this one. Shane McMahon definitely did like a sit up, hold himself up. (laughs) (laughs) To make sure, he's like fifty, man. (laughs) He's he's in his his mid forties, and he can still do that. That's and he's fucking big. Yeah, he is now, especially. Said he, he's got he's got he's got that dad bod going on, so no, that's like really impressive because look, that's an, he's an athletic dude. You know? Um, but Owens broke up the pin, and then he looked to have the match sewn up after a frog splash on Shane McMahon. But then Daniel Bryan out of nowhere comes flying into the ring and makes the save. Um, so everyone was looking for the hot tag, right? The Shane McMahon hot tag, Daniel Bryan. I was excited to see Daniel Bryan in the ring. That hot tag was weak sauce. Like Shane McMahon, like literally, like crawled along the second rope and then just did a regular tag to Daniel Bryan. Like you can't, you gotta dive to make that hot tag. Yeah, man. In that now moment, you got your ass kicked for fucking five minutes. Right. Got, got, got to dive I in. But it, like nigga, I'm fifty. <laughs> you can get. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he literally cliffhangered the. Tag. <laughs> <laughs> he did. So Daniel Bryan is in, and uh, and he does the greatest hits. You get the corner drop kicks. You get the backflip. He's flying around. He's doing his thing. It's Daniel Bryan's back. He's back for real. Uh, but he's ready to do the kicks. And Sami Zayn comes out of nowhere, and Haluva kicks him, but he's able to kick out it, too. And then Kevin Owens is able to hit a pop-up powerbomb, but Daniel Bryan kicks out it, too. He's not going to let his return match be spoiled with logical booking. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> da- apparently, retirement turned Daniel Bryan into Hulk Hogan because then Sami Zayn yeah, punches like, wait, him wait. <laughs> in the face four times and Daniel Bryan literally like hulks up, essentially. He All he needed was the finger but, but, to do it. Um, so yeah, we I thought get, that was a little strange. I'm like... It was a little strange. 
Um, so he just nigga became the Terminator all of a sudden. <laughs> like, what's going on? So you like, get the it was kicks. Cool to see him back. Like it was did, cool. He didn't lose a fucking step. I'm like, this nigga ain't wrestled in three years, but it looks like he hasn't wrestled in like a week. So yeah, you get the wow. kicks. He was really fucking good. You get the running knee on Sami Zayn, and then he transitions that right into the S lock. Sami Zayn, aka my best friend Cam, taps out rather quickly to ensure that we remain unemployed. <laughs> How could you, Cam? I could have gotten back in the ring and, and saved the match. <laughs> Shane McMahon was nowhere to be found. Maybe we'll end up on Raw this week. Who knows? We'll have to see. So, but I feel feel good story. You know, Daniel Bryan. Um, you know, she, he he got to actually kiss Bree after this match. Something he did not get to do at WrestleMania Thirty. Yeah. Um. But yeah. And look, he's back. Everyone's happy. Um. He looks strong. And and we'll see what happens from here. What do you do with Daniel Bryan now that you can't book him as like the the uh, you know the underdog basically anymore? Yeah. Now he's terminated. <laughs> he, he he basically solidified himself as like you you punch yeah like the, the Hulk Hogan that shit was really fucking weird man I didn't think, is he still the is he still going to be the general manager or I can't like, imagine that he's going to remain superstar now. I can't imagine he's going to remain the general manager like he, he probably doesn't want to be the general manager. yeah you don't want to I think he's going to be uh, an active wrestler like he seems fine yeah and I don't and I don't he's think they let him wrestle if he wasn't fine. So, no, they certainly wouldn't. Like, I, I, they don't need that. <laughs> no, absolutely not. So, <laughs> so he is back, and we'll see if they let him pick up right where they left off. Because I got to tell you, the prospect of Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles is mighty, mighty tempting. Yeah. So, SummerSlam, maybe. We'll see. Uh, Alexa Bliss, the bully that she is, uh, defending her Raw Women's Championship against Nia Jax. Um, I thought they handled this whole storyline very well and were able to t- get, like tell a very positive message story. Yeah, I, I'm surprised that they don't still do the don't be a bully, be a star thing, because that's what this match is. Yeah, <laughs> especially since, you know, one of them is like six feet tall, maybe 220, and the other one is five feet 97 pounds <laughs> <laughs> and she, and she's the bully and she's the bully yeah, <laughs> yeah. But i mean look that's how that's how it is in a lot of you know yeah. with a lot of young girls in high school yeah so um now nia jacks not enough wrestlers do the smart thing you know what i mean so mickey james accompanies alexa bliss to the ring and before the match even <laughs> begins yeah, this was great before the match begins, Nia Jax flattens Mickey James, drags her to the outside, and beats the brakes off of her, including a Samoan <laughs> drop on the floor, eliminating her from the equation. Like, yeah, nah, nah, fuck that. You, you, you have no say in this match. <laughs> that was pretty fun. And, and again, very, very intelligent. The benefits of being a babyface that doesn't have to play by babyface general rules, I guess. Um, you want to know what I found interesting about this match? The, in the when they when they announced the 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 wrestlers, they never announced the the, the women with their weight. That's true. Like, I think but they, they added a couple pounds. I don't know how I don't know how much she weighed. I have no clue. But they were like weighing in at like two seventy something. But they didn't they didn't give uh, what's her names away. 
Um, that that was probably very intentional. They did it on purpose. Yeah. They did it on purpose, and I thought that was. I was like, ah, okay, I see what you're doing. Yeah. Um. So I got to tell you, um, I really enjoyed. So there was a great spot in this match where uh, Alexa tried to do something to Nia, and Nia screamed at her, and Alexa Bliss like immediately like, <laughs> screamed in terror as she tried to run away because <laughs> she's like, oh shit. So Nia Jax was was running the show early, um, but of course, as a good heel does, find a way to get the upper hand, and Alexa Bliss did that by raking some eyes in this match. And then she worked a body part. <laughs> she worked a body part, working the legs, as you do. Look, look, Bret Hart and 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 his ilk would be proud of of the of the uh body targeting that Alexa Bliss did. Um yeah. She was in good shape in this match, too, until she decided to start talking smack for some reason. And that just fired up Nia Jax. Um, eventually, Nia was able to overcome the eye gouging. Uh, she got she she had Alexa Bliss like set like she gorilla press slammed her. Um, she was done and she had her for the Samoan drop. She's like, you know what? I'm going to put a little extra stank on this Samoan drop. She went up to the second rope and and dropped her from there. And one, two, three, Nia Jax. Uh, gets her WrestleMania moment as the Raw Women's Champion in a very feel-good story. The crowd, the crowd popped real large for it too, yeah. which was very cool. Now I was looking fly in her like Michael Jackson. Fucking <laughs> what? What? What video was that? This was like early, like dark skin Michael Jackson. You know what I mean? Like when he it was like golden like, black. Yeah, yeah. It was like his uh, was it the History Tour? Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't the early Jackson. It, it wasn't. Um, yeah, I, I, I just think like the late eighties. I distinctly remember. Well, yeah, that's what I mean by early Michael Jackson. I don't really count his boy band days as uh, oh. early Michael Jackson. <laughs> uh, I count the uh, I count the the eighties as as early Michael Jackson. And um, yeah, man, this was this was good. Um, uh, it was a good story. It ended the way it needed to end. I was like, for the life of me, yo, if they if they don't end this the way that they did end it, like, fuck you, yo. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> so we move on uh, to AJ Styles defending the WWE Championship against Shinsuke Nakamura. The dream match, as it was as it's as it was built, um, had a big fight feel. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura had a full band to play his entrance out to the ring. I mean, that was cool. Man. It was pretty cool. Um, now, here's the thing. I So I was not a big Shinsuke Nakamura fan when he first came into WWE, as I mentioned. I've grown to appreciate him uh, over these past six or eight months, give or take. However, I've learned that he is at his best when the match is quickly paced because it suits his striking style that he has. This match was not very fast paced. <laughs> and I thought that he suffered uh as a result in this one. Yeah, the match I think was uh the match I think was fine. It, but you know, the way it, 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 everything leading up to it was just weird, right? Like it's the dream match. Well, why is it a dream match? You only know it's a dream match if you watch New Japan, right? And you've seen what they what these guys can do in their prime, but their prime was 10, 15 years ago. And um 
I think that's so, a little harsh. <laughs> well, I mean, I, you know, you know what I'm saying. I think, like, I'm, I'm, saying I'm pretty sure AJ Styles still, you know, in his you know prime. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. I, I, I just, you know, words. <laughs> but you, the when these two wrestled before, I assume I haven't went, I haven't gone back to watch the match. But it was years like ago. a year and a half ago, right? Was it? It was like th- it like wasn't three that years long ago. ago. It's like three years ago, I think. Oh well, yeah. I have no concept of time. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> it didn't really like. Could they not use the the New Japan footage or to show? I don't why think they wanted like to. Deal. I don't think they wanted to. I think they wanted. I think they wanted to present it to WWE fans as if this was like the first time these guys had wrestled. Huh. So well, new new now new now new now new Japan. <laughs> Pulled out the big league move of releasing the match on YouTube like a week ago. Yeah, because good for because good on them, I guess. Um, I but it was it was just okay. Um, it was fine. Like it wasn't bad. It wasn't, but it wasn't like an all timer. Um, like yeah, like way, that was, that's what that was my point. The way that they were building up, building this thing up, I was expecting something. Pardon the pun, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And it it just wasn't. It was it was a solid ass match that I could have seen. At any as the main event of any other pay per view, correct. Um, so the the story of this match was the, these guys know each other well. No one could quite get the upper hand. Um, Nakamura had the upper hand for a while, uh, and then AJ Styles turned it around. They were able to the reverse submission stuff like that. Uh, phenomenal forearm happens. Two count. Nakamura kicks out. Uh, then Nakamura would eventually hit the reverse exploder suplex, which is the prelude to the Kinsasha knee strike. Uh, but in a in in a very unique thing that I've not really seen before, Styles rolled backwards to avoid it and somehow was able to roll up Shinsuke and place him into position for a Styles clash, which was enough to earn the pinfall. And then the real story happened yeah, after how the finishes match. should end. How finishes should work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know why that's a finisher? Because you don't see him finish people with it all the time. You know what I mean? Like that's a move that doesn't get pulled out a lot. When he first came in, he was using it all the time and people were kicking out like crazy. Yeah, it was it was more of a setup maneuver like, for what him. What the fuck? <laughs> when he first like, got that's there. his finisher. Why the fuck are y'all playing it like it's just a remote? Yeah. He uh, people out. Oh, all right. So after the match, uh the two embrace Nakamura takes the title and gets down on one knee and presents it to Styles as a, as a show of respect. And then mm-hmm. as soon as Styles raises hands in victory, Nakamura low blows him. <laughs> raised his hands in that ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then proceeded to beat up Styles on the outside, finishing him off with the Kinsasha heel turn. Everybody swerve. Uh, we now have a heel, Shinsuke Nakamura, which I applaud because now he might actually be interesting. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> I'm sorry. His, his character is not interesting to me. A heel Nakamura, I have to imagine, is cool or at least cooler than, you know. I think uh, I think for those who are uh, where English is not their first language. Being a heel, especially if you're Japanese, because everything you say sounds like you're fucking pissed, right? <laughs> like, I think, I, I, I tend to agree with you, Brad. I think that I'm super interested now to see this, because he doesn't really need to say much. He can just come out and be the the angry Japanese guy. Um, 
you know, uh, uh, and take it back to the 40s, you know, the one of the even numbered decades where shit was just bad hey, all the time. All, all I know is, uh, and of course, this came from Johnny. We finally got to see a real legitimate Pearl Harbor guy <laughs> <on> somebody. <laughs> Here's the thing about him, because I've heard him in an interview. Mm-hmm. Like they play up the fact that he doesn't speak English. They play up the fact that he's not really good at speaking English because he's fine. Maybe he'll like, he's speak not more English. He's not now. that great, but like, no, he can speak. English. He can speak English, but like, just like, uh, what's her name? Um, Asuka? <laughs> there's, a, there's a difference between speaking English and speaking English good enough to cut a menacing cut a heel promo. promo. Yeah, yeah. Like I've heard since Nakamura, I've heard Asuka speak. You know, and she just she sounds like she. She sounds like she's playing it up, right? But she speaks English enough that you can have a conversation with her. But then, you know, it's wrestling promo, Oscar, and then Charlotte was already for Oscar. Like, like, what the fuck? <laughs> calm down. <laughs> Screaming. That was another one of those, uh, another one of those moments in in the during my my viewing of this, where my wife, who has the funniest, most racist, oh, stereotypical no. Asian, oh voice, no, just came out and just mocked her, and it just was the funniest thing in the world to me. Yeah, we, we, I think we have a problem, guys. <laughs> uh. Uh, well, the only one making derogatory Asian accents over there is a you, Micah. I just want to <laughs> yeah, point out. I'm just saying, I'm a cunning mimic. And that's what uh, that was my impression of what was going on. But. Uh, no, I I did forget to mention that I was a little weirded out at the end of the Charlotte match because when she started screaming, I was like, "Oh, is she turning heel on Charlotte Flair?" Like I'm like, "Oh, she's <laughs> she's giving her props. Why are you screaming?" Turning Super Saiyan. Yeah, I guess so. Um, so we ha- so we have to have our uh, we have to have our cool down match before the main event. Uh, this is Braun Strowman and a mystery partner taking on the Bar for the Raw Tag Team Champions Championship. Now, now, first of all, entrances the Bar comes in on a Mardi Gras float, which is weird but also funny. Uh, and of course, the reason why that float is there is so that when Braun Strowman comes out, he can push it off the stage by himself because he is a man monster. Um, okay. A lot of people online had had qualms with how this match was booked. Boy, people just hate children, don't they? They do. Um, here's here's the deal, though. The whole story behind this match is that Braun Strowman thought that he could win the tag team titles by himself. So when people are like, who's his partner going to be? I'm like, I don't know who it's going to be, but it's going to be somebody ridiculous because the whole story is that Braun Strowman can win the tag team titles by himself. Now, I didn't think it was going to be a literal child that he plucked from the crowd. (laughs) I was thinking it could be like James Ellsworth or like Gilberg or, you know, something, something along those lines. Uh, but no, Braun Strowman decided before the match that he had to have a tag team partner, so he scoured the tr- the crowd and found a young 10-year-old child um, to be his tag team partner, who he instructed to just stand in the corner, and I'll take care of the rest. <laughs> and that's all that child did, was he stood in the corner, and Braun Strowman beat the shit out of the bar. Now, there was some concern that perhaps this child... Uh, was like a make-a-wish kid or something. Like people were a little concerned for his well-being. 
Rest rest easy, folks. He is actually the son of referee John Cone, who they got for this uh for this job, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so a medically cleared child. Don't worry, everyone. <laughs> um, the best part of the match, of course. So so you have to picture this while the match is going on. The kid's literally like clinging to the ropes in the corner, like looking like he's going to shit his pants. Like he's terrified of being where he is right now. Eventually, Braun Strowman, uh, who'd gotten double teamed by the bar, hot tags the kid. And now the kid's in the match. Now, also, meanwhile, Cesaro's like trash talking the kid while the match is going on, of course, as well. Just want to point out. He threatened violence against a child, guys. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just pointing it out. Um, so the kid comes in the match and he looks fucking frightened. He's like, what the what the fuck am I gonna do here? And so, but by that time, Braun had recovered and he was able to tag Braun in, and Braun Strowman power slams Cesaro, and Braun Strowman and the random child whose name is Nicholas are the raw tag team champions. The child could not even hold the belt up in the air, it was too heavy. <laughs> To celebrate with his partner. Now, that was it, it was funny. It is. Like, it is ridiculous. Um, uh, are you mad at it? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm really mad not. at it. Like, why are I'm you afraid. people mad at it? I just don't understand. Like, like I sometimes I think people forget that wrestling is is goofy. It is. Oh, Joe. and by the way, so Bill Simmons. Who I is a is a sports personality that I follow on Twitter said my ten year old was way too excited about that child winning the tag team titles. Hello, that's why they did it <laughs> for the kids everywhere. Who's like maybe I too could be a ten year old WWE tag team champion. You know, you know people who are mad. You know how you have fond memories of the Attitude Era. You know why you have those fond memories? Because you were a child. You were younger. Yes, like, and you and you didn't realize how terribly overbooked everything was back then. <laughs> I, so, in preparation for the return for the supposed return of Biker Taker, I watched Biker Taker's original debut, which, for those who don't remember, happened during the final two minutes of an hour-long Iron Man match between Triple H and The Rock in which D-Generation X and the rest of the corporation were trying like hell to, to make sure The Rock did not walk away with the WWE title. And when The Undertaker comes to the ring, this is during an Iron Man match, he's, he's choke slamming everybody. Everyone. Every member of DX and, 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 and Shane McMahon and probably Gerald Briscoe and Pat Patterson too and all those guys. And people are losing their minds. Cause it's awesome, but I'm just like, if that happened today, people would be like, "What the fuck is this Vince Russo bullshit that's going on?" <laughs> so again, Attitude Era, like I said, rose-colored glasses, and I get it, but it's fine that Braun Strowman has a ten-year-old tag team partner to right. be champions with. Now the question is, do, do these two keep the belts, or do they, or does Braun Strowman get a different partner in every city that he wrestles in? <laughs> yeah, I, re- I recuse myself. Uh, because I know what happened. Okay, well, yeah, definitely don't tell me. I'll find out when I uh, when I uh, when I get off of here. So finally, the uh, ultimate match. That was the penultimate match. This is the ultimate match. Thank you for the evening. Uh, <laughs> Brock Lesnar <laughs> defends his Universal Championship uh, 
he emerges from a cave like a hibernating bear once every three months to defend this title against Roman Reigns. Uh, first off, Brock looked weird to you. <laughs> like he kind of had like a little bit of a turtle head going. Uh, I couldn't tell because I was blinded by the 18 Jimmy John's logos that was that he was adorned with as he came out. <laughs> I, I, at this point, I'm surprised like his custom side plates on the Universal Title Belt are not Jimmy John's logos. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would expect to have happened at this point. Oh God! So look, I we we we've talked about this on 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 the show before. We are all. Roman Reigns, dare I say fans? I like Roman Reigns. Right. I do. We're all fine with Roman Reigns. We, we acknowledge yeah. that he is the, the John Cena of this generation, who was the Hulk Hogan of his generation, right? Right. Every wrestling promotion is, I should say every successful wrestling promotion, is going to have that guy. Who is your marquee star? It's yeah. gonna happen. People continue to hate Roman Reigns, and that's fine. Normally, I don't mind when WWE steers into the skid. <sighs> this match probably should have been the main event. Not yeah, not if not the way it was booked. Right? No, because <laughs> this shit was. And I mean, we all would have pitched a fit if they had made like the Triple H Run Rousey thing the main event. But it would have come out a lot better if it had, yeah. because as problematic as this match was, the biggest problem that it had was arguably the crowd. Yeah, because they had just spent a work day. <laughs> right. You are correct. You are correct. So I'm not going to go through blow by blow. Here's all you need to know about this match. Uh, Brock Lesnar took five spears. And and probably ten Superman punches, and he did not lose. Roman Reigns kicked out of five F fives, <laughs> including one through an announce table, and he did not win the match. He yeah. also got busted open and had a crimson mask the likes of which we haven't seen since stone cold fucking Steve Austin at <laughs> WrestleMania 13 hard way by the way um and uh and yeah so the crowd was not into this and it showed um yeah, Roman Reigns I, I, was, I was as I was watching it I'm like what the fuck is going on with the crowd what are they cheering at oh it was oh they were cheering at either beach ball or someone getting thrown out of the Thrown out of the arena. One of the two. Um, it was one of those two things. Uh, we got this is awful chance. Uh, we, of course, got CM Punk chance because people ain't shit. Still. And here's the deal. Um, sixth, F, sixth F5 does the job and the shock finish. So, I mean, that's the one thing that I guess they got right is, is shocking the hell out of the crowd who, despite the fact that they did not want Roman Reigns to win, thought with 100% surety that he would. Right. Which just goes to show you that people ain't shit and they just want to be right. Yep. Like, that's it. <laughs> people just want to be right. Like, people are so self-centered in their own shit, they just want to be right. They don't give a 
All right. But if you are going to have Roman Reigns, if it's going to take six F5s to finish him off, why would he lose that match? Like that yeah, and at the at the end of that match, I and I'll post it in the fucking um Monday Night Floor fan group. Like, what the fuck was the point? Right. Like like that, like like that like that you is wanna the, make him look strong, like, but you've been doing that for like three or four. That years is now. the strongest that any wrestler has <laughs> looked ever. Ever. Any loss. Like that's the that was it made no sound. I'm like, yo, what the fuck did I just watch? Hulk Hogan has never looked that strong in a WWE ring, which is amazing. There actually there's one there's one there's only one other time that I can remember such a ridiculous uh booking of somebody happened. And that was at WrestleMania 7 when the Ultimate Warrior Faced the Macho Man Randy Savage with Savage's career on the line. And the Ultimate Warrior was the recipient of five consecutive <laughs> Macho Man flying elbow drops and still kicked out. The difference here is that Ultimate Warrior won the match after kicking out of five consecutive. <laughs> Sorry to get all Paul Heyman there, but five consecutive Macho Man flying elbow drops. Why did Roman Reigns lose this match other than to be unpredictable? It didn't make any sense to me. I don't get it. I don't either. Uh, like, it made sense point, later. What the fuck do you do? Like who? He kicks. Okay, he kicks out of six F five or five F five. Who who's gonna beat him with what at this point? Lest we forget. Now, again, when this match Doesn't happened. Mean, and he got busted open. He did. Really he, he did. Lest we forget, even though that this match was ripe, was ripe with chicanery, but it was only a little bit of chicanery. Just two months ago, he was pinned clean in the middle of the ring by The Miz for the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. All it took was one turnbuckle. So I guess I guess one exposed turnbuckle is more powerful than the might of five F5s. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, yo. Like, I don't think this makes, uh, what's his name, look strong. It makes Brock's F5 look weak. It does. And, uh, and like I said, the outcome made sense uh, today once we found out that Brock Lesnar came to his senses and got, was re-signed by the WWE. <laughs> So I guess that's why they kept the belt on him because I guess they figured they were close to a uh, to an agreement with him or even had one in place and they just didn't announce it because they didn't want to throw sp- you know Vince wanted his swerve uh, for for this match. Um, but yeah, so that was how the night ended. Uh, Brock Lesnar leaves triumphantly. No fireworks, if I recall still correctly. Pull that kind of fucking money, that kind of for them to keep re-signing him because I'm tired of that nigga. Like I'm like, all right, you never wrestle. You always win. You do the same shit every fucking match. Like people really like are really still into him that they keep re-signing him to wrestle like three times a year. I mean, you might as well and call this motherfucker. Just, you might as well huh? call this motherfucker Doomsday at this point because he like, he just Doomsdayed Superman, and Superman's <laughs> like, gonna have to rise from the man. fucking dead. Like I don't. Maybe he does make that money, but I don't see it at this. I don't see it anymore. Man. I don't either. Um, yeah, I'm, I am getting kind of tired of. Uh, the same you know and you know why i'm tired of him because like and i get this is his persona that they have established he doesn't seem like he gives a fuck 
and I'm sorry, yeah. like I understand, like if you're Brock Lesnar and you're in, you know, you're, that's that's your attitude. But I like to at least act like you're giving a fuck about about me because if you don't fuck, if you don't act like you give a shit to be there, it makes it seem like you don't give a shit that I'm watching you or not. Yeah. So. It, I was, makes the, uh, it makes the Universal Championship look like a piece of shit, yo. Like, I, like who cares? Yeah, who cares? at this point, I'm like, who cares who's the fucking Universal Champion? He doesn't, he doesn't fight for it. I forget that there is a champion. Right, that, that it exists. Is a Universal Championship. So, so uh, and, and for some reason, after the highlight package that they show when, when the show's going off the year, they come back to the arena to see Roman Reigns uh, wait for Nick Fury to come out and, and approach him about the Avenger Initiative. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yes, we got we got a stinger at the end of WrestleMania of, of Roman Reigns walking to the back. I was too through, man. It was officially <laughs> the next day. Right, and, it uh, was at that I point. Was like, yo, look, I I uh, I enjoyed this WrestleMania. I you know I hear I see the hyperbole on this was the worst. Oh, shut ever up! Shut up! Like, Let's, uh. All right, yo. All right, because you couldn't because because you got swerved and you didn't and you didn't like uh, you didn't like. You didn't like being wrong. Like, I get it. I don't like being wrong either. But come on, man. Like, this was an entertaining show. My problem with this show was that it was too fucking long. Yeah, they really like, got to do. Their pay-per-views are, are um, billed as three hours long, and they're like 245. Well, to be, to be fair, this one isn't. Um, the, the, like, they start this one early on purpose. And at this point, people understand that it's going to midnight. Yo, I really thought that it was going to go to at least at to like eleven thirty, maybe eleven forty-five. Yeah. It is. Lo- it is long. It. It's a lot of wrestling to sit through. That's why I can never go to a WrestleMania. <laughs> well, that's well, that's Jason how he does it because. Yeah, well, I'm mad. Yeah, because uh, he looked like he had a real good time. Yeah, that's a work day, man. That is literally <laughs> yeah. one. Third of your day in that building. Um, I would give the whole show a B plus. As I remarked online, there wasn't any bad matches on this card, but there wasn't any like all time great matches either. Yeah, for them to be hyping up WrestleMania moment, like everybody's gotta get their WrestleMania moment. Like there were a few, but I bought into the hype with a few that um, you know, didn't live up to. But the ones that it's balanced out by the one that I thought was going to be just complete and utter, just a train wreck. And it was, it, it had me hooting and hollering. Man. So, uh, yeah, I would give this, this WrestleMania a B, man. I was, I was happy with it. It was just too long. I didn't see all of it. I can't read it. That's, are you going to go back and watch the first half? You, you should not all of it. You should, yeah, yeah. You can probably skip around a little bit, but you can. Yeah. You should. You should go back and do it. You I'm not watch watching the first nine hours of fucking wrestling. You should watch the first two matches and then like the last half, the the beginning and the last part of the the Ronda Rousey match. Oh, I would watch that whole match. I mean, I would watch the whole match too, but I, you know, I don't know. Terrence is um, <laughs> real quick. Best match of the. Actually, we can't rate this because Micah hasn't watched. Uh, Takeover yet? Yeah, I haven't watched so. Takeover yet. Shucks. Uh, my my. Well, I mean, my nod. I've watched everything. My nod for the best match of the weekend still goes to that ladder match. Um, that was the first one, right? Yeah. 
All right, good, because I'm looking forward to the winner to find out who the winner of the North American. Let me tell you something, Micah, give you something to look forward to with that match. Uh, Velveteen dream might have entered the pantheon of elbow drops. Yo, I really like that dude. Yo, I'm sorry. I like him. He's, he's, he's a, he's a good wrestler. I don't mind the gimmick. It's fucking Rick rude meets Prince. And who doesn't love that? And funny you say that. Because his uh his elbow drop, by the way, his his elbow drop, which is I uh, I rated a top five elbow drop of all time. Guess what it's called? The purple rainmaker. Come elbow on, drop. Yo. <laughs> Come on. Come on, man. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Ain't nothing wrong with it. <laughs> good you shit. know what I'm talking to. <laughs> so that is uh that is a very long show ended for us. Uh, make sure densepixels.com slash fans. I'm not going to go through everything here because you guys know if you're, if you're if you're still here, you fucking know at this point. But densepixels.com slash fans. Join the fan group if you have not done so for some reason yet. Uh, thank you very much for sticking in there. Uh, we will do this again uh, at SummerSlam. Uh, but for the rest of you, uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you. Thank you, dude.